Hi friends, what's going on? Mm, welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Um, my mom has just got off a flight. I'm back in Jerusalem for a few minutes. And um, zo, so, so this is the uh, post 20 hour flight version of Babylon Talmud, uh, live from Jerusalem. Today we're going to study Daf Chafhei of Mesech uh, Brachos. Now, I'll tell you the truth, man. Um, I, uh, my goal for today is to try to gun it till Chavav Amad Aleph at the new parak. Um, I'm going to see if I can make it. Uh, we'll see if I can do it, you know, in the normal time. So, uh, so that's what I'm going to try to do. And then I would love it if tomorrow we can just start off fresh on the new parak, Tfilas uh, Shachar, which is that, that that's when things get really fun. They talk about um, um, you know Shacharis and things like that. Uh, I know the last few days have been a little bit. Uh, abstract maybe but there's some really you know look at the end of the day this is practical stuff you know you know going to the bathroom davening how to relate to all that stuff it's it's practical so you know I've been saying about how how you know it's you know I'm not necessarily enjoying it that much and it could be hard there isn't necessarily much of a flow and it wasn't like the agatas from before and it's like the you know difficult stuff to like really wrap your head around it's just kind of like lots of random stuff about going to the bathroom but um, it is practical stuff. It is it is important stuff that you know you're gonna reference later on. So, all right, enough of me babbling. Although I guess this is a show about babbling, but I'm wasting your time. Let's move on. Daf Chavtal Adam Abayz, all the way at the bottom, at the two daf. Amr of Huna, I said Talisu Chagurelo Amosnav Muter Likros Kriyashma. Oh, so says of Huna, if his um, if his talis, I guess if he had some kind of you know, article of clothing wrapped around his waist, okay? She's Lattery Kriyashma, right? Imagine you take like a towel or something and you wrap it around your waist and that's the only thing you're wearing. You're allowed to, you're allowed to read Kriyashma. Tani nami you would also learn a bracelet like this. Haisa Taliso shall begged, shall or shall sak, chagura, amosnav. If you had some kind of um, garment made of uh, cloth or of hide or of sackcloth uh, and that was wrapped around his um, uh, waist, mutter likros Kriyashma. Well, literally, most of I think is loins. I don't know what loins are, though. So I, think, I assume it just means waist. What do you guys think? Anyways, muta de cross kriyashma. So um, in that case, you're allowed to read kriyashma. But the tefila achichas es libo. Oh, but in order to daven, you have to cover your heart. And uh, Rashi says something really cool. It's a top Rashi on Chafei Amaralef. Tzaruchu laharos asatzmu ka'omid lefnei amelech. He has to show himself as if he's standing in front of a king. V'lamu ve'ema to stand in fear. You're not speaking in front of the king when you say Kriyashma. It's more something, I guess, for yourself to internalize what it means to, um, you know, Kabbalah Samachul Shemayim, what mitzvot, etc. And therefore, when you're standing in front of the king, you should, you should have your heart covered. Okay. If he forgot and he went with his tefillin into the bathroom. Right? So he's got to cover, um, he just covers his tefillin until he uh, finishes using the bathroom. Really, until he finishes using the bathroom, he just covers his tefillin, the, the tefillin, and, right? Ela Kedam Rav Bar Yitzchak Ad Amud Rishon. Oh, no, it, no, it's not until he finishes completely going to the bathroom, just until he finishes, I guess, the first, I don't know, uh, part of going to the bathroom. I guess he's going, like, number two or something, so he just kind of finishes until he, until he can, uh, has an interruption where he can just get out of there. So at that point, he just um, gets out of there. He doesn't wait until he's done because he's wearing his tefillin. He lives so clouther, so why doesn't he just stop immediately? So, come and get out of there. That no, if you just like stop going to the bathroom when you're in the middle of uh, defecating, so then, so then um, it can bring you to get this disease called hadrokan. In the equivalent, um, the equivalent, um, 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 I guess sickness that you will get when you're uh, urinating would be called urokan. Idmar. So al besaro o yado munachas bevesaki. So if he has tzor on his uh, body, okay, or if his hand, yeah, there's like a funny kind of thing. I guess if there's like a hole going into the bathroom and like he just sticks his hand in, and the question is, can he read Kriyashma while he's got a hand in the bathroom? All right. Rav Huna Amar Mutter Likros Kriyashma. Rav Chizda Amar also Likros Kriyashma. So Rav Huna says, you're allowed to read Kriyashma with your hand in the bathroom or with Tzoa on your body. Uh, and um, Rav Chizda says that you are not allowed to. Okay. 
How come Rafuna says it's mutter? Right, it says that your 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 soul praises God, and as Rashi says, that would include your mouth and your nose, not necessarily your hand. Okay. Rafuna says that it's also to read Kriyashma when your hand is in the bathroom, because it says all of my limbs will speak Hashem, who is like you. So, therefore, even if your hand is in the bathroom, that's a problem. Itmar, reach, ra, sheishlo, ikar, oh. So, okay, if you have a bad smell that has an ikar, what does it mean that has an ikar? Kilu, if you could see the tzoa and you can smell the tzoa, right, you can like see it and smell it. So, Rafuna Amar, machitalat amos, vikara kriyashma. So, Rafuna says, just get four amos away from, I guess, the tzoa, and then you could read kriyashma. Rafchizda Amar, machitalat amos, vimakum chaposaka, reach, vikara kriyashma. Frizda says that you get four amos away from where the smell stops, and then you can read Kriyashma. Tani kavasid Rav So we have a brisa supporting Rav Chizda. What's this brisa? Lo yikradim Kriyashma lo keneged toas adam, lo keneged toas klavim, lo keneged toas chazirim, lo keneged toas tarnigolim. Person should not read Kriyashma when he's opposite um, human uh, uh, excrement, or um, dog excrement, or pig excrement. Or um, chicken excrement. Below connected, so you can skip the next word. Ashba sherechara, and not next to uh, garbage that smells bad. But if um, where you are is ten tefachim above um, where the tsoa is, or where the bad smell is, uh, or ten tefachim below, then you could you know be even right next to it um, and read Kriyashma. And actually, we're gonna, we're gonna find this. Out. We're gonna have this come up a little bit later, actually. And we're going to experience it a lot more when we learn like Erevin and Sukkah. But, um, and, you know, ten Tfachim is what's considered a different Rishos. So if you're like ten Tfachim above or below the Tzoha, so it's like you're in a different um, Rishos and that makes it okay. Um, okay, assuming that it doesn't smell bad. Right? Fine. Mistama. Yeah, Vukari Kriyashma. Ve'imlav marchik lo enav. Right, exactly. So up until now, we're, we're, we're assuming that, that it doesn't smell bad. You can just see it, right? So Kielu, if you can see Tzoha of any of these humans or animals, or, or if it's in a different uh, uh, rishus um, domain, and, but, and you can't smell it, it's just there. So then, um, you, know, you know, so then if you can, um, so, 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 Vimlav, if you're like within 10 Tfachim, so then, so then um, just get it out of your eyesight. You know, make sure that you can't see it, and then it's okay. And the same thing would apply to tefillah, just make sure you can't see it, and then it would be okay. Um, now, if you have a bad smell, right, if you can smell the tzoa and you can see the tzoa, right, which is now the situation that we're talking about with Rav Chista and Rav Huna, so you get four amos away from the smell, and then you can read Kriyashma, which is exactly what Rav Chista said. So Rav says that the Allah actually is not like this b'risa, rather it's like the following b'risa, Oh. So, um, rather it's like the following verse that says that you can't read Kriyashma connected to any of these um, tzoas, but that is only when there are um, hides in the tzoa. That, right, that is when you cannot read Kriyashma. And Rashi says, um, right, Bizman Oros. So it's specifically talking about the Tzoa of dogs and of pigs. That that is, you know, right, so, so that would be part of, um, you know, tanning hides. Right, but since, um, you know, you don't really use human excrement for tanning hides, so uh, clearly it's not talking about when there are hides um, in the human excrement. Okay. So they asked Rav Sheshes, So if you just have a uh, bad smell, so Reach Rosh Ein is basically if somebody passes gas, okay? So Mao, so Malu, Asu Chazu Ani Tzifi Devei Rav Rav De Hane Ganu Vani Garse. So they said, so he said, well, um, just look at the base medrash. You know what's going on in the base medrash? You have this room, which is interesting. It's, it seems apparently you have this room where some people are learning and some people are sleeping. You know, because there's there's other gemaras that say that like you know you shouldn't really sleep in a base medrash, but in any event, so 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 you have 
this room by the base madrash, in the base madrash, okay, some people are learning, some people are sleeping, and the people who are sleeping are probably passing gas, and we say that they can nonetheless learn. But this would only be acceptable by Divrei Torah, because Divrei Torah, if you're learning with Chavrusa, you can't just like get up and leave, you know, when you're learning with Chavrusa. But for Kriyashma, you would, you know, Kriyashma, there's no reason why you can't just get up and get out of the base madrash and go read Kriyashma. So it sounds like you wouldn't be able to read Kriyashma if there was, you know, if there was a smell of somebody else's gas, okay? Also, when we say that you're allowed to learn, uh, you're allowed to learn Torah if you can smell somebody else's gas. So that is um, only if it's somebody else's, right? If it's if it's yours, then um, you should. Uh, then I guess you're more in control of getting up and going somewhere else. Okay. Itmar Tzara Overs. Okay. If you have Tzara that is passing, right? So let's say you're saying Kriyashma, and then like I don't know, a garbage truck drives by, right? So do you need to um, stop until the smell goes away? So Abayi Amar Moter the cross Kriyashma. Abayi says that it's permitted to read Kriyashma. Uh, Rava Amar uh, also the cross Kriyashma. Rava says that it's uh, forbidden to read Kriyashma. Although I think actually um, I think Rashi explains Tzoa Overis as like somebody's coming by with like a bedpan or something like that. So like you know a container with excrement in it. But um, um, yeah, but I, I mean I, I imagine it's talking about any passing sort of bad smell. So 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 Zel. So Rava says that it's that, that you wouldn't be allowed to read Kriyashma. I guess you would have to stop until the smell goes away. Abai, uh, uh, so Abai says that it would be okay. Fine. Amar Abai Minamina. From where do I say that 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 it would be okay to read Kriyashma when you know, let's say the garbage truck is driving by? It's not as we learn in a Mishnah. So this is talking about a um, Mitzorah. and I didn't realize that a Mitzorah is mitami ba'ol. A mitzora is mitami ba'ol, just like a mesa. So, like if you're in a room, if you're in a room or a house with a mitzora, so you, so you will become a rishon the you, you you will become tummy. Interesting. Okay, I mean you would only be tummy until the evening, but it's interesting. I didn't realize that. So so if you are so if you um, are standing, so if you have a tummy person, a mitzora, who's standing under a tree, okay, vatar over, and a pure person passes by under the tree, tummy. That that pure person becomes impure, okay? Tahor omed tachasailan vitami over tahor. So if um, you have a pure a pure person standing under a tree, and then a person who's tummy a mitzora passes by under the tree, so the pure person remains pure. The imamad tamid. But if the mitzora would stop under the tree, so then so then it, then then the tahor person who was there first would actually become uh, tamid. So, 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 uh, and then we say the same thing would apply to a, a stone that, that, right, that had saras on it. Um, the point being, though, that if you have a Torah person under a tree and then a Tommy person passes by, the person would remain Torah. So what Abai wants to say is that if you have a person who's reading Kriyashma, nothing wrong with that, and then you have a garbage truck or a guy carrying a bedpan passing by, that would have no effect on the person saying Kriyashma. Rava Amalach, Rava is going to respond to you. Hazan Bekviusa Talia Milsa. No, there's a, there, there's a technical reason why the Tahor person under the tree remains Tahor when the Tami person passes by. Because when it comes to contracting, to, well, in the context of Saras, the Tuma is defined by Dixiv, Badod Yeshev Mechutz Lamachane Moshavo. Right? That the, that the Tuma of, 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 of Saras, of a Mitzorah, is defined as a Moshav, as a Settlement, right? It requires like standing in one place and staying in one place, right? And therefore, you know, when somebody is passing by, so when the when the mitzvah is passing by without standing in one place, he's not gonna, um, you know, spread his tuma to, to this um, tower person. But hacha, but here in the context of somebody saying uh, kriyashma and uh, you know somebody ca- walks by carrying a bedpan, it just is that right? The, your your camp encampment should be holy. And here, I guess, it becomes contaminated when this, um, you know, person walks by holding a bedpan. Okay. Amrav Papa, Pichazir Veris. Oh, the mouth of a um, pig is like um, moving soa. And therefore, I guess, however you paskin, in terms of a bai virava, in terms of, uh, you know, if you can read Kriyashma, that would apply to if a pig passes by. Ketzoa um, Veris, me fine. Pshita, that is obvious, and Rashi says, because pigs are always eating um, all sorts of feces and stuff, so you can't, um, so of course, it would, the, the mouth of a pig would have the same din as, 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 as soa. So, even though the pig uh, took a bath in the river, so now, ostensibly, it's clean, 
uh, it would still be a problem. Okay, well, it depends what, however you hold with Tzohar Overis, it would apply to this pig. Fine. Amar of Yehuda, Safik Asura, Safik Meraglaim, Mutarim. So it says, Rabbi Yehuda, no, Rabbi Yehuda, I think, actually. So Amar of Yehuda, that if you have um, something and you're not sure if it's Tzohar, it looks like Tzohar, but you can't say for sure. Um, okay, that is a problem. Safik Meraglaim, Mutarim. But if you have something that you're not sure if it's um, urine or not, so then it would be mutter uh, to say kriyashma opposite. Those who say that Rav said, that if you have a suffix of, you know, if you're not sure if something is tsoa, so if it is in your house, so then it is muteris, um, that's going to be okay. says Rashi, because you don't generally have um, soa just lying around your house, so you can. So, so I guess you could assume that it's that it's okay. I guess that it's not soa, and I guess that it doesn't smell like soa or whatever. So ba'ashba asura. But if it is in a um, garbage dump, or I guess it's more common to uh, have soa there. So then, then it would be asura. Safik meraglam afilu ba'ashba mutarin. But if you are uh, have something you're not sure if it's pee or not, so then it would be mutar. Okay. Savila ki ha dirab hamnuna. So um, Rav, Huna hold, Rav Yehuda holds like what Rav Hamnuna says. That the Torah only said that the actual, I guess, stream of pee is what is asur, but I guess once it is on the ground, there's nothing to worry about. And like Rav Yonasan, the, the Rav Yonasan, Rami, Rav Yonasan asks the following question. On one end, So, um, on the one hand, it says that you should basically um, go out, right? And says Rashi, right? So meaning the first one says that you just have to go out and go to the bathroom outside of the encampment. And the other pasuk says, are they even like one after the other? Yeah, they're literally one pasuk after the other in Sefer Tvarim. The other pasuk says that you have to cover up um, your your um, your uh, tzoa. So if you are uh, defecating, so then you have to cover it. If um, you're just peeing, so then you don't have to cover it, and it's um, okay. Um, so we see that um, pee is only asr, connected the uh, stream of pee itself, but not once it's in a puddle on the floor. Okay, good. Hot sorry. Once it hits the floor, good to go. Rabbanan hu digazru behu. The only the rabbis said that it's a problem and you shouldn't read Kriyashma opposite it. When the rabbanan said that you shouldn't read Kriyashma by a puddle of pish, that is only when um, it is a uh, vadai, for sure, a puddle of pish. But if you're not sure if it is, then um, it's okay. So now when you uh, have like a puddle there and you know it's definitely pish, so then um, how long does it remain a problem for? Like, you know, if if if, a, if if like there's pish there, does that mean that you can never read kriyashma in that in that place for all eternity? Like, at what point can you go back to start saying kriyashma there? So Amar of Yehuda Amar Shmuel calls matchimat pichin. As long as um, it's wet enough that it, it can like make something else wet. So if you take a paper towel there or something and put it on it, and the paper towel gets wet, so you still can't read kriyashma. As long as it can make something else wet. Ula also said as long as it can make something else wet. Gniva Mishmei the Rav Amar Kozman Shirishuma Nikr. Oh, so Gniva in the name of Rav was a little bit more machmer. He says, no, even if it can't make other things wet anymore, but if you could still tell that there was pish over there, so then um, you still can't read Kriyashma. Amar of Yosef, Sharle Mare Le Gniva, right? Um, so Rav Yosef uh, said kind of in a, I guess you could say, sar- sarcastic way that um, Rav is going to have to um, uh, forgive Gniva for completely destroying and, you know, misrepresenting. His opinion. If when it comes to tsoa, Rav Yudas said the name of Rav, that once already um, it, uh, the outside of the tsoa begins to start crusting. So uh, you can read Kriyashma there. Certainly, once the Meiraglaim, once the urine is dried up and all it left is like a, you know, you could see where it used to be, certainly then you could read Kriyashma there. Amalei Abaya, so Abaya, of course, is there to respond to, to uh, Rav Yosef. My is to Why are you relying on this uh, opinion of Rav, which would make it seem that um, um, Rishuman Nikar would, would would certainly be mutar to read Kriyashma? Um, rely on a different statement of Rav. To Amar Rav Babachana, Amar Rav, 
Rapuna Amarav. Rabbi Rabbi said the name of Rapuna is the name of Rav. Okay, fine. At Tsoa Afilu Kecheres Asura. That Tsoa, even if it is like Cheres, even if it is as dry as, as pottery, as earthen, earthenware, it's going to be Asur. What exactly is Tsoa Kecheres? If you can um, pick it up and throw it and it doesn't break apart, so then that is um, that means that that soa is pretty dry. So those who say as long as you uh, roll it and it doesn't um, uh, break apart, then it's already considered dry. And I think that that one is a little bit um, more makil. I believe that that one is a Little, oh no, it's a chumrah. So it says Rashi, Ika Amre, about eight lines before the bottom of Rashi. Chumrah, he, af alpishim zorka nefreches, even though it, when you throw it, it'll, it'll break apart. Hov ena nefreches migilgul lacha, he. Since when you um, roll it, it won't break apart, um, then I, I guess it'll be easier to break apart. It, but it'll break apart earlier uh, when you throw it than when you roll it. Okay, very good. But I, I don't know. I feel like that. I think we can be honest here. That that's probably not so practical. But maybe it is. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know who's throwing and rolling. So, So Ravina said, I was in front of Ravuda Medifti. Oh, this was interesting. So he said to him, he said to me, Ayen, go uh, go go look into that soa for me. Ikarmu panel ilo. If uh, tell me if the uh, surface of it has crusted yet or not. So, uh, those who say this is what Ravina Medifti told, um, who, who did he tell us to? Ravina. Um, okay, go see if there are like um, cracks and splits in it. Okay, uh, fine. So, 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 how do we paskin in all this exciting story? So, Itmar, it was stated, uh, if you have soa. Um, that is as um, dry as pottery. Amemar Amar Asura. Amemar said it's forbidden. Marzutra Amar Mutaris. Marzutra says it's permitted. Okay. Amrava Yilch Satsoa Kecheres Asura. Okay, so Rava says here's the halacha. If you have Tsoa that's as dry as pottery, it's forbidden. Umeir Glaim, Kozmach Matpichin. But Pish, as long as it um, could make things um, moist, other things moist, then it is still, you can't read Kriyashma. Okay. Mesve. Meir Glaim. Uh, pish, as long as it could um, make other things moist, asurin, they are for, you can't read Kriyashma there, okay? Nivlu, if they got um, 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 absorbed in the ground, o yavshu, or they dried out, mutarim, so then they are mutarim, okay? My lab, nivlu dumya diyavshu, must be that being absorbed in the ground is, you know, is similar because they're being compared, right? Nivlu o yavshu, must be that being absorbed in the ground is similar to being um, dried out. So it must be that in order for it to be, um, 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 you know, mutter to read Kriyashma, it has to be unrecognizable that it is there, right? Meaning, uh, we just said that, you know, as long as they can make other things moist, so then, then they are, um, you can't read Kriyashma. As long as they can't make other things more, even though you can still see where it was, uh, it's going to be mutar. But over here we're saying that it's asur. So harishum and asur. So afagav de ein matpichin. Even though they can't make other things wet. Okay, moist. Well, the time ech ratio, but then I'll tell, but, but according to you, what about the, um, re, what about the first part of that b'risa that says, right, that kozmach uh, matpichin uda asur, which implies harishum and shari, right, that as long as, um, they are making other things moist is when they're also, but if they um, can't do that anymore, even though there's Rishuma Nikar, then it's permitted. So, so you know, what's Pshat? Rather, you can't actually learn anything from this Brisa because the Rish and the Sefer contradict each other. Let's say it's Takalek Machlokas Tanaim. Also, the Kos Kriyashma Kinegdo. Okay? If you have a vessel that um, um, Pish uh, spilled out of it, you're not allowed to read Kriyashma um, opposite that, that vessel. And the, um, the actual pish itself that fell out of the Kli, so when they get um, absorbed into the ground, then, um, then it's Mutar. Asur. They didn't get um, absorbed into the ground, so they're Asur. So now Nivlu, I assume, means like that you can't even tell where it is. Rabiosi Omer Kozmach Matpichin. No, only as long as they um, make other things moist is when they are um, asur. 
but if uh, they can't make other things more, so then they are mutar. Okay, fine. Very good. So my nivlu, my lo nivlu, dekarma tanakama. So what's this nivlu and lo nivlu of tanakama? Ilem nivlu deimat pichin. If it means that it got moi, it got absorbed, and therefore they don't make other things moist. So and lo nivlu deimat pichin, and no right. If not absorbed, means that they're able to make other things moist. Vasar biosi lemeimar calls matchim at pichin udaaser harishuma nicker shari hanu tanakama. But then if Rabbi Yossi is coming and saying that as long as they can make other things moist, then it's asur. But if um, um, you, but but uh, if it can't do that anymore, but you could tell where they were, you know, Rishuman Nikar would be permitted. Well, then he's saying the same exact thing as the Tanakama. Ela Nivlu, Dein Rishuman Nikar. No, it must mean that Nivlu means that you can't even tell where they were. Uh, lo Nivlu, and if they weren't absorbed, it means that Rishuman Nikar, that you could uh, tell that they were there before. No, as long as they could uh, make other things moist, that is when it's absorbed. If they can't make other things moist, then it's going to be um, permitted. And so, so there you go. So therefore, we'll say some machlokas tanaim about whether, you know, in order to be able to read Kriyashma, um, um, the um, uh, pish has to be so absorbed into the ground that you can't even tell that it was there before. Or if, um, no, you could say, even though if you could tell it was there, as long as it doesn't make other things moist, it would be taka, okay. So the Gemara says, Lo. No, everyone says that, no, it's only asr when it can make other things moist. But if it doesn't, right, but if you could just tell that it was there before, then it would taka be permitted. No, the 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 machlokas between the two over here is is do you need it to be um, in order to be a sword? Does it have to be so moist that it can make other things moist? Right, right. So let's say you have something that is moist enough that it'll make let's say one paper towel moist, but then if you take that paper towel and touch it to another paper towel, it won't make that other one moist. So is that uh, considered moist enough? To be, um, uh, to you know, to make it also to rekriyashma. So I guess that the Tanakama would say that um, as long as it, you know, even if uh, it's not able to make anything else um, moist, then it would be. Um, if, if, in this case, it, you would not be allowed to read kriyashma. The Rabbi Yossi would say that I, I think it would be okay. Fine. So we said that if he goes to the to the to the mikvah and then he realizes like oh wait it's about to be um 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 so then you know if he can get up and cover himself and read, and and, and read kriyashma before it neitzachama so then um, he should do that um, and if he can't then he should just cover himself in the water right so lema tana stomach rabbi eliezer well it sounds like that this mishnah is then going like rabbi eliezer who says you can only read kriyashma until sunrise. So if you tell me Rabbi Yoshua, no, you can even say that this mission is like Rabbi Yoshua who says that you can have until three hours. Okay, so then why is he, why are we saying that the cutoff is in Eitzacham over here? So Vidilma Kivasikin, Rabbi Yochanan Vasikin, are you going to be in So maybe though that this mission is saying like the Minog of the Vasikin, that if you want to do like the Vasikin, that the Vasikin would try to um, read Kriyashma with Hinez uh, Hachama. Um, okay, fine, very good. So that's why he's saying that you should try to do it before sunrise. Okay, vim lav and if he can't um, make it to, um, uh, if he can't, you know, cover, get out, get out, cover himself, rikriyashma before in itzachama. So then he should just cover himself in water. libo But if he's uh, in water, then won't his heart be seeing his private parts? So bar bar Okay, mishum abenu in the name of Rav. Shanim. Oh, so in the mission is that we're talking about um, very kind of thick water. That um, I don't know, like muddy waters or whatever, that his heart won't actually be able to see through the water and see his private parts. Tanarban, mind slulin. If he has um, clear water, yeshe ban at tavaro Okay. Um, so so if it's clear water, you should sit in them until his neck, and then he create kriyashma. Yeshom ochan braglo. For those who say no, just kind of kick it up a little bit with your legs and make it a little bit dirty, and then you create kriyashma. But Tanakama really borrowed According to Tanakama, says just cover himself in clear water until the until his um, neck. Won't his heart be seeing his private parts? So mutter. So the Tanakam holds that it's taka okay for his heart to see his private parts. But then his heel could see his private parts. mutter. So he also holds that your heels seeing your private parts is okay. Itmar. Um, we stated akeva mutter because we stated that we have Amoraim saying that if your heel can see the erva, then it's taka mutter. Nogea, what if his heels are touching his private parts? Abaya Amar Asr. Abai says it's forbidden. Rav Amar Mutter. Rav says it's permitted. Rav Zvid Masmi La Laha Shmaita Hachi. So Rav 
so Rav Zvid teaches this teaching as we just um, taught it, that, um, that um, if his heel can, um, that if his heel can um, see his erva, it would be okay, but if touching his erva, it's machogas abaye in rava. But Rav Chinnah Bre, the Rav Ika, Masnila Hachi, he teaches it like this, Nogea, Divyakol, Aser, then no, if he's, a uh, heel can touch his private parts, and everyone says it's Aser, Roe, if they could just uh, see his private parts, Abaye, Amar Aser, Rava, Amar Mutter, Abaye says it's forbidden, uh, Rava says it's permitted, um, because Lo Nitna Torah Lamalachi Ashari, it's because the Torah was not given to the serving angels, right? Um, and, and therefore, you know what, what can you do if your heel sees your private parts like that's just part of being a human being. The halacha is that if uh, your heels are, if your heel is touching your private parts, then it would be you wouldn't be allowed to read kriyashma. But um, if it can see your private parts, you would be allowed to read kriyashma. Okay, so what if you have tsoa but it's in a, a, a lantern? Okay, the point of the lantern is that it's in a it, it, it's in a receptacle that has a glass door, meaning it's it's separated by a door. Mutalikros kriyashma connected. You're allowed to read kriyashma while viewing the tzoa through the um, glass, okay, because it's in a different uh, place. Um, you know, the point is that, um, okay, let's go weiter. Erva bashashis, also the cross kriyashma connected. So if you have uh, an erva, I don't know, let's just say like there was a man reading kriyashma and there was a naked woman on the other side of, uh, of, of, of glass, so then, so then you wouldn't be allowed to read kriyashma in that context. Tzoa bashashis, also the cross kriyashma connected. milsa. You're allowed to read um, kriyashma uh, opposite the tzoa that's in the um, lantern because um, the, 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 the point is that you have to cover up tzoa and as long as you have something covering it, even if it's see-through, it's considered covered. V'hamichasi uh, and it's covered. Erva ba'ashashis, also the cross kriyashma k'negda, v'lo yeira'e b'cha erva's davar amar rachmana v'ha The reason why, uh, you know, if, right, if there was um, erva on the other side of the glass, it's because it says v'lo yira'e b'cha erva's davar, right? And erva shouldn't be seen by you, right? It's about seeing it. So if you could see it through the glass, so then you wouldn't be allowed to read Kriyashma. If you have a little bit of Tzoa on the ground, so you could, um, um, you know, you could be Mavatel, uh, you could basically spit on it and cover it in spit, and then you could read Kriyashma. I don't know, it's probably easier to just turn the other way. But it has to be Mamish Gishmak Alugi. Okay. Rava says, if you have Tzoa in some kind of a hole in the ground, just Cover the hole with your foot, and you're good to go. But my bread deravina tzoa devuka besandalo might take you. My bread deravina says, what if you have tzoa that is, um, what if you stepped in 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 an excrement? Can you read kriyashma? We say take you. I don't know. We don't know what to do. Although we did talk about earlier, but earlier we did talk about if you have tzoa on your, uh, like actually on you, if you read kriyashma because it's machlokas between kol neshamatal covers is called smosei tamarna. I wonder if it would be. Uh, if the conclusion there would be similar to this. Okay. Amar Rav Yehuda said Rav Yehuda Akum Arum also because Kriyashma Kinegdo if you have a naked um, non-Jew you're not allowed to read you um, you are not allowed to read Kriyashma opposite him. My area Akum Afilu Yisraelami why, why are we talking about non-Jews like even, even um, a Jew who is naked you can't um, read Kriyashma. Um, okay fine. I guess the assumption being that if you can't read Kriyashma um, uh, opposite a Jew who is naked certainly you can't read it opposite a non-Jew uh, naked, Yisrael um, No, the thing is that it's obvious that it's forbidden for a um, um, uh, a Jew to read Kriyashma opposite a Jew who's naked. El Akum it's three but we need the Chiddush about the Akum. Ma'od the Temaho Uchsivbu Asher Besar Chamorim Besarim because since uh, we say about them that that the flesh of donkeys is their flesh, Ema Kachamor Ba'amu might think well just like I could um, uh, say Kriyashma in the presence of a naked donkey, I could say. Kriyashma in the presence of a naked akum, kamash malan, dinunami, ikru erva, they're also called erva. Even though they're called donkeys, they're called erva. Okay. As it says by Noach that they didn't see the erva of their father, and I guess Noach wasn't technically Jewish. You shouldn't cover himself in um, sort of putrid waters or in um, water that he soaked. So Rashi says that he soaked um, sort of flax in them or taka cannabis. Yeah, cannabis comes up from time to time in um, in like Mishnayos and stuff, which is interesting. I guess they already had cannabis in the time of the Gemara. I always wonder, like, if they smoke during the Gemara and stuff, like even just like tobacco, because you don't really hear it. Like, you kind of hear about stuff that they used to do, you know, but you don't really hear about people smoking. I wonder, I wonder when that kind of happened. But anyway, it's fine. I think that they used to use hemp for like clothing and stuff. 
Rami um, And we said, well, how much water, like understand if you have like, you know, a whole pool's worth of like putrid water, um, how much water can you possibly put in there that would make it go away? This is what it's saying. No, you shouldn't cover yourself in um, putrid or water that you were like soaking like hides and stuff in, no, like uh, flax and stuff in there at all because that's like disgusting. Um, but if there's like a container with um, urine in it, then you just have to put some water in there and then you can recreate. How much water should you put into them. So koshu, just a little bit of water. Ravzaka Omer, Revius. Ravzaka says, no, you have to put in a, um, a, a full, uh, a Revius, which is like, I think, four ounces. So Omer, Rav Nachman says, Rav Nachman, Machlokas Levasop. So this Machlokas about, if you have to put in just a koshu of water, just a little bit of water, or, or, or Revius of water, that is only if the pea was there first, and then you're adding water to the pea. But if there was water there initially, and then the pea fell into the clay, you know, into the water, kol shein. So then, so then everyone agrees that you would only need a little bit of water there, because basically what happens is, you know, as the pea is going into the clay, uh, it keeps on becoming bottled to the water, right? Imagine there's a little bit of water, then a little bit of pea gets in there, so the little bit of pea becomes bottled to the rove of water, and then once that is bottled, it's just considered part of the water, and then as more and more pea gets in there, it just keeps on getting more and more bottled. Fine. So, Rav Yosef, I'm going to say, Rav Yosef, no, the Machlokas is actually at the beginning. But if the P was there first, then everyone agrees that you wouldn't just be able to put in a kol shu, you'd have to put in um, a, a, a revius of, of water. Rav Yosef, so Rav Yosef said to his attendant, bring me um, a, a, a revius of water so that I could put it in this P, I guess, uh, and that was like Rav Yosef. If you have a um, bedpan, right, right, a clea that you know somebody defecates into, um, or or a clea that somebody pees into, also the cross kriyashma connected, you're not allowed to read kriyashma opposite them. Even though there's nothing in them because they're designated for that reason. Um, uh, and but uh, urine itself, don't read opposite it unless you put water in there. How much water should you put into it? Just a kolshu. says. Um, you should put a revius in there. Whether this um, urine is, you know, let's say, you know, you're standing in front of your bed, and whether whether the urine is between you and your bed, or whether the bed is, or whether the bed is between you between you and the urine, right? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, you will have to, uh, you know, you have to put water in there. Okay. No. If if um, the urine is on the other side of the bed, so then you can read kriyashma. Lifne amita. But if it's in front of the bed, eno kore, and then he can't, then he can't read kriyashma with the pee over there. But he just distances himself four amos away from the pee, and then he could read kriyashma. Fine. Reb Shimon ben Elazar Omer, Afilu bias mea ama lo yikraatshiotim o sheanicham tachasamita. So Reb Shimon ben Elazar says says even if you have a house that is a hundred amos big, um, you can't read kriyashma until you take them out of your house. Or that you or you put them under the bed, okay? So the Aleph the Gosabach adds um, Reb Shimon ben Gamliel, right? Right. Um, so when Reb Shimon ben Gamliel says, um, so when so when Reb Shimon ben Gamliel says that um, after the mita he can read kriyashma, but if it's before the mita, then he shouldn't read kriyashma until going away for amos. So does it say So do we say that if the pee is on the other side of the bed, then he can mamish read right now. But if it's in front of the bed, so then he needs to go uh, four amos away. Bikore or Dilma Maybe this is what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is saying is Maybe what he's saying is that if it's on the other side of the bed, so then you go four amos away and read. And then you have to make sure you're four amos away from the from the pee. But if it's um, on, the, on the same side of the bed as you, so then you can't read Kriyash Manal. Tashma, the Tanya is from the Nebrais, Rav Shem Ben Elazar Omer. says Rav Shem Ben Elazar. You're going to notice that the names are, sw- are mixed up over here. We're going to ask about that. Right? Achar Mita Korim Miyad, that if there is pee on the other side of the Mita of the bed, you can read uh, immediately. Lifni Amita, if the pee is on the same side of the bed as you, Marchik Arba Amos, you'd have to get four Amos away from it. Okay? Rav Shem Ben Gamliel Omer says Rav Shem Ben Gamliel, Afilu Ba Yismeya, Amma. Even if the house is um, 100 amos, do not read Kriyashma until you get them out of the house or, the, or you put them under the bed. So the Gemara now says, While we have answered our question, 
right, that we clarified that what it means is that if the P is on the other side of the bed, you create a Kriyashma immediately, but if it's on the same side of the bed as you, then you have to get four Amos away. However, at the same time, um, the two Bryces contradict each other because they, the, the, the opinions are flipped around, right? So, Ipoch Basraisa. So, Gemara says, flip around the second one, right? The second one is the wrong one. Flip around the second one. How can we flip around the, around the second one? Ipoch Kamaisa. Let's say, flip around the first one. So, Man Shamasle, to Amar Kule, Baiskaiba Amos. So the reason why we're flipping around the second one, the first one, is because we know from elsewhere that Rav Shimon uh, opinion is that a house that is 100 amos um, is uh, like four amos, and therefore um, um, it must be that the one who said that is Rav Shimon Fine. Yosef said Yosef, Oh, lovely. What's lovely? Um, I wish we had time to go more into this, um, and I, I apologize for running through this, but I really do want to finish this paragraph right now. Apologies, please. I hope that this won't happen again for a long time. I really do. I hope we'll get back to the good times again tomorrow. But anyways, um, love means that when if something is less than three tfachim away, it's considered like connected. So therefore, if you have, let's say, a bed that is less than three tfachim off the ground, it's considered connected to the ground, right? So therefore, he's saying, right? So if you have... Uh, a, a bed that is less than three atzvachim off the ground, so obviously it's uh, considered it's love and it's considered like 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 it's part of the ground. And if you put the um, p under that bed, so it's just considered like it's kilu connected, you know, under it, part of the ground. You create kriyashma. Arba chamisha. I'm sorry. So shlosha arba chamisha shisha shiva shmona tisha mau. But what about from three until um, um, nine, right? What if the uh, p is under a bed that is you know, three tfachim till nine tfachim tall, you know, can you read Kriyashma? So Amrli, Loyadana, and Rav, I believe it was Rav Huna, uh, he said, I don't know. So, Asar Vada Lomi Ba'ili, definitely don't ask me about ten, because, um, because, um, um, because, um, um, uh, because that, cause that's already a different, a different Rishus, and, and certainly, uh, it, you wouldn't be allowed to read Kriyashma. If the bed was 10 Tfachim off the ground, it's in a different, completely different Rishos, and then you have basically just P in front of you. So Amr Abai, so Abai said to um, Rav Yosef, Shapir of Azata, ah, so, so this is what, right, so Rav Yosef said that, you know, he, didn't, he knew not to ask about 10. So Abai, so Amr Abai, so Abai said to Rav Yosef, Shapir of Azata, Ibai Allah, right, yeah, you, you were right for not asking about 10 Tfachim, because Kol Asari Rishusach Risi, uh, he, because whenever you have ten tefachim, it means it's a different rishos. Um, so therefore, of course, you wouldn't be able to read kriyashma. Amar Rava Zok Rava Hilchsad Alach is pachus mishlosha klavodomi. If it is less than, if the bed is less than three tefachim off the ground, it's considered like lavan. It's considered part of the ground. Asar rishusach risehi. And if it's ten tefachim off the ground, it's considered a different rishos. Mishlosha adasara hanu debamine Rav Yosef miravuna v'lopasha lei. But from three until ten, that is what Rav Yosef asked Rav Huna, and Rav Huna didn't give him an answer. Okay, Amar Rav said, "Rav, Allah Rav Shimon ben Elazar, that the Allah is like Rav Shimon ben Elazar, um, that the entire house is considered like for uh, uh, Amos, and you have to get the um, pish out of the house." V'chein Amar Bali Amar of Yaakov, so said Bali in the name um, in, the, um, in the name of Yaakov brought the Shmuel, the um, son of the daughter of Shmuel. The son of the daughter of Shmuel came up a few days ago. I think it was on the Zayin and Aleph. Um, right, because she was a captive, but over there we said his name was, um, I believe, Mari, not Rabbi Yaakov. Halacha Gribshim ben Elazar, Rav Amar ain't Halacha Gribshim ben Elazar. Okay, Rav said Halacha isn't like Gribshim ben Elazar. Rav Achai Yasek Lei Levei Be Rav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel. Rav Achai was making a shidduch for his son by the house of, by, you know, he's basically marrying Rav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel's daughter, Bar Marta, okay. Ayla Lechupa, Velo Ava Mestaye Milsa. So they got married, but he was unable to um, have sex with his new wife, maybe because he was too young or something. So Azo Basreli Iyune, so um Rav Acha Rav Achai went to um basically look into it. Khaza Sefatora de Mancha and he saw that there was Taka Sefatora Darin. Amalu he said to them, Iku hashta lo asai takantun li livri. So and he said to them, Wow, if if I wouldn't have shown up and found that there's a safer Torah over here, um you guys would have endangered my son, Ditanya, as we learned in Braisa, Bayes Sheshbo, Sefer Torah e Otfilin, also the Shamish Bo as Amita. This is uh, an important halacha, right? Or an interesting halacha. So, so a house that has a uh, sefer Torah in there or tefillin, it's forbidden to have sex in that house uh, until you get rid of the tefillin or the sefer Torah or you put them in one kli that's entire in, inside of another kli. So Amr Abai says, 
Now that's only a kli that isn't designated for um, the Sefer Torah or for the Tefillah Nava. But if it's a kli that is designated for it, and even uh, 10 of these kalim will just be like one and it won't work. Um, so it changes to bikam tera. If you have a, um, if you have the tefillin and sefer Torah wrapped in some kind of um, um, cloth that's in some kind of a drawer or something, that would be considered like a kli that's in another kli. So if so if you have a sefer Torah in your house, you have to make a a mechitza that is ten tefachim tall, uh, and, and and then and then if you have that mechitza, so then you could. Um, then you could sleep with your wife um, in, in that house. So Marzutra visited um, Ravashi's house. And he noticed that in um, um, Ravashi's son's, where his bed was and where he slept there with his wife, so there was a Sefer Torah. And he made a, a division of 10 Tvachim there, separating between the Sefer Torah and um, his his bedroom essentially. So Amalei Kiman, Kabushuban Levi. So 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 Marzutra said to Ravashi, Oh, this is interesting. I see this this wall over here. Are you saying like Rabbi Shuban Levi to make the wall of ten Fahim? Amadam Rabbi Levi delays Bay But I'll say Rabbi Shuban Levi only says that you can have this wall of ten Fahim when you don't have another house. So, but he says, but you, Ravashi, has, uh, you have another house. Why don't you just put it in another house? Maybe that's also like similar to that article that, right, that Yisrael shared with us that many of the rabbis were like wealthy. So I guess maybe uh, Ravashi was wealthy on more than one house. I'm not sure. But anyways, Lava Datai says, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about it. Okay. How far should you get away from them? We're going to have to define what them is. And from uh, Tsoa, you should get away from them four Amos. Oh. Uh, wait one second. Anyways, I think that um, mehen is referring to um, to urine. So if you you have to get four hours away from urine and um, and so fine. So loshanu ella laachorav. We only taught that you should get, you know, make them four amos behind you. But if they're in front of you, you have to make sure that you can't see them. Okay, fine. And similarly for praying. Ini, is this true? We said that a person could stand opposite a um, bathroom and he can daven. So it sounds like he's looking at it. No, the reason why you can stand opposite a bathroom is because it's a bathroom that doesn't have toe in it. Ini, is this true? Right, but one second, we said that um, a base akise is um, even if it doesn't have tzoa, right, or a base amerchas, even though there's no people in there bathing, right, all, all, right similar to like uh, the graf shalrei, which we said even though it doesn't have, um, you know, anything in it, it would be asur. No, here, the reason why you're, you're allowed to pray opposite a, a bathroom is because it is um, new and it was never used before. Uh, and now, what about Ravina? Um, you know, right? If you set aside a place to be a bathroom, is that considered um, setting it, you know, properly setting it aside or not? So, no. But the question that they asked Ravina about, you know, if they set aside a bathroom, um, a place to be a bathroom, you know, can you dive in there? That was only if you can dive in inside of it. Right, but to daven opposite it would be okay if it hasn't yet been used. Okay. Amarava says, Rava, Hani Bate Kisai de Parsaya, Fagavdes Butsa, Stumen, Kestumen, Damud. These Persian bathrooms, even though there was actually Tsoa in there, um, it's like they were um, closed. And because I guess that they had, that was already uh, the earlier evolutions of plumbing. They had some kind of way, Rashi explains, that they had a way that basically, even after you used the bathroom, was kind of like in a separate area. Okay, now, so now we're going to see a Mishnah that we have uh, seen earlier before. So it is a little bit of a complicated Mishnah, but we already explained it a few days ago. Zeo, on Daf Chaf Beis. Well, really, Chafal from the Beis.
so Zav Shira Keri. So a Zav, um, so he was already Tame with Tumat Ziva, and then he saw Keri. Um, Venida, Shepata Shechvazera, right? Or Nida, that um, she, that the um, sperm that was inside of her from before she was Nida came out when she was Nida, so now she has Tumas Keri. And also, um, uh, a woman who was sleeping with her husband and then later became a Nida after the fact, but she was a, um, ba, uh, she had Tumas Keri beforehand. So they have to go to the mikvah. Rabbiuda Pote, Rabbiuda says that she doesn't have to go to the mikvah. Ibailu, one second. So that's the kasha. Balkari Shira, Ziva, Rabbiuda Mao. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, if a Baal Keri, so he was first a Baal Keri and then he became a Zav, right? Does he have to go to the mikvah? So Kipato, do we say Kipato Rabbi Yehuda, Hasam, Bezav Shira, Keri, Dmeikar, Lav, Bartvilahu, Ava Baal Keri Shira, Ziva, Dmeikar, Bartvilahu, Mechaev. So do we say, well, well, Rabbi Yehuda says that a Zav who saw Keri doesn't have to go to the mikvah because, you know, he wasn't already, you know, when he was already a Zav, he didn't, you know, he wasn't, doesn't go to the mikvah as a Zav. So, 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 he doesn't go to the mikvah when he then sees Keri. So, but um, if he was first a Baal Keri, so at the time that he saw Balkari, he was in a place where he'd go to the mikvah. So then maybe uh, Rabbi Yehuda would say that even though now he saw Izazav, he would go to the, to the mikvah. Odilma, uh, Loshna, or maybe it doesn't matter. Tashma, Mishameshes, Varasanida, Tzrichat Filah. Well, we said, well, if she's a Mishameshes, somebody, uh, a woman who slept with a man, um, and she had two maskari, and then she became a Nida after that. So we say that, right? So we say Rabbi Yehuda Poter. Rabbi Yehuda says that she doesn't have to, right? Mishameshes, Varasanida, Kabalkari, Shiraziva, Damya, Vikapata, Rabbi Yehuda, Shmamina. And basically, a Mishamesh is Rasa Nida, she basically first had Tumas Kari, and then she uh, had Tumas Nida, which is something that she wouldn't go to the mikvah for, um, you know, while she's still a Nida. So that's basically the same situation as uh, somebody who was a Balkari, and then he um, became a Zav, um, that uh, Rabbiuda says that, Rabbiuda would say there that he wouldn't have to go to the mikvah either. Tani Rabbiya Behedya, Balkari Shura Ziva, Tzarachtvila, Rabbiuda Poter, Rabbiya taught explicitly that a Balkari Usa Ziva needs to go to the mikvah. Um, and Rabbiuda says that he doesn't. Shkayach, uh, yeah, uh, sorry about today's daf. I'm almost bulleted through it. I really do apologize for that. Um, but I'll make it up for you guys tomorrow. Peace.